The Zdeno Chara era has been over in Boston for a couple of years now, but the big man is making it official here on Tuesday, September 20th, signing a one-year deal with the Boston Bruins and announcing his retirement. We're going to talk about that on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Search up your podcast app for Locked On Boston Bruins, as well as on YouTube, and never miss a thing. Yesterday, I talked to Armando Velez of Locked On Florida Panthers. You can get some great insight into a divisional rival. Today, we're going to be discussing the retirement of Zdeno Chara. Before we get into that, a quick reminder that you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. So the Boston Bruins have announced today, September 20th, that Zdeno Chara will sign a one-day contract with the team to officially retire from the NHL as a member of the Boston Bruins. Chara is going to hold the press conference around noon to officially sign the deal and announce his retirement. The 45-year-old has had a legendary career, most of which was played with the Boston Bruins. He led the team to the playoffs in 11 of his 14 seasons with the team, won a Stanley Cup in 2011, helped the team reach the finals again in 2013 and 2019. He ranks sixth in franchise history in games played, third in points by a defenseman behind only Ray Bork and Bobby Orr, and 100% his jersey will be hung in the rafters, perhaps even sometime this season. Over his 24-year NHL career, he was awarded the Norris Trophy as the NHL's best defenseman in 2008-2009. Ridiculous that he only won it one time, to be honest. He also won the Marc Messier Leadership Award in 2011, named to the first All-Star team, All-Star Games. Uh, He also won the Golden Puck as Slovakia's best player six times, won a silver medal with Slovakia at the World Championships, silver medal with Team Europe at the World Cup of Hockey, Most importantly, most memorably, he became the first Bruins captain to bring a Stanley Cup 
home to Boston since 1972. Finished his career with 18 goals, 52 assists for 70 points in 20, sorry, 200 playoff games. And he ranks first in the NHL with 14 game seven appearances. Off the ice, he was a force in the community, both in Boston and back at home in Slovakia. He participated in the annual Bruins pie delivery. He teamed up with New Balance to organize a shoe drive and donate shoes in both Boston and Slovakia. Many visits to the Children's Hospital, and he won, uh, or he was nominated for the King Clancy Award in 2019, which is given to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution in his community. So Denachara was, of course, originally drafted by the New York Islanders. It seems like oh so long ago for those of us who are around in the 90s seeing Zdeno Chara make his NHL debut as just a behemoth of a man uh, with the New York Islanders. Just quite a special player to behold for those of you who saw him in the Western Hockey League with the Prince George Cougars as well. You saw just what a force he could be. Chara was traded to the Ottawa Senators, though, during the 2001 NHL entry draft as part of a deal to acquire Alexi Yashin. Um, included in that trade to the Senators was the second overall pick, and the Senators used that to select Jason Spezza. So quite a deal for um, for the Ottawa Senators. There had been a trade in place to send Chara to the Boston Bruins in exchange for Jason Allison, but Islanders nixed that deal because it would have involved Dave Scatchard, who they did not want to trade because he was good in the community. As it happened, Chara ended up signing with the Boston Bruins in 2006. The Senators had to choose between Zidane Chara, Wade Redden, they couldn't afford both. And ultimately, they let Zidane Chara walk. And we're going to talk about that fateful day in 2006 here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online, your number one source for all pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments game matchups, news, and podcasts, including week three games coming up on the weekend. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline where the game starts. So on July 1st, 2006, the first day of free agency, Zdeno Chara, after not being re-signed 
by the Ottawa Senators. Signed a five-year, $37.5 million contract with the Boston Bruins. It was immediately named team captain. This was a role left vacant since Joe Thornton's trade to San Jose during the previous season. He became only the third Slovak-born NHL player to become a team captain after Peter Statsny and Stan Mikita with the Quebec Nordiques and Chicago Blackhawks, respectively. That day, of course, the Bruins also signed Mark Savard. And in one foul swoop, they added a franchise defenseman and a top center, both of whom, in their own ways, were integral to building a winning culture in Boston. We all know the sad story of Mark Savard. He wasn't healthy and able to contribute in the postseason 2011. But his presence, his impact on the Boston Bruins cannot be understated. Uh, The Bruins, at the time of the signing, were still in a bit of a building mode. And a lot of people wondered why Chara would sign with the Bruins. They were simply not very good at that time. But Chara, uh, you know, he knew Peter Chiarelli from their time in Ottawa. He had been the assistant general manager there, so there was a relationship already in place. And quite simply, the Senators weren't willing to pay him. He saw something in Boston that uh, made him commit And he was really a linchpin to building a winner in Boston. Chara, of course, many accolades in his time with the Bruins, as I talked about earlier. He won a cup, hardest shot, um, all-star games, a Norris Trophy. Again, ridiculous that he only had one. It was kind of an unceremonious end to his time with the Boston Bruins. You know, in a perfect world, Boston wins Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final against the St. Louis Blues. Um, Chara's raucous ovation in Game 5 lives in infamy. And... Perhaps he decides to go out on top after winning a Stanley Cup. However, uh, you know, he came back. He um, was able to continue his career for a little bit with the Boston Bruins. Uh, The COVID-shortened season, the bubble. They won the President's Trophy that year. 2020, things didn't work out in the bubble. And ultimately, Don Sweeney decided to not re-sign Zidane Chara and elect to go for some youth on the blue line in the form of a, 
uh, Jeremy Lozon, Jacobs Borrell. So Chara signed a one-year deal with the Washington Capitals. He went on to play with the New York Islanders and surpassed Chris Chelios for the record number of games played by a defenseman in the NHL, 1,652. He was named a finalist for the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy this past season. And now... Announcing his retirement here on Tuesday. It's a it's a sad day. I mean, like I said, he hadn't been with the Bruins for a couple of years. It's fitting that he ends his career as a member of the Boston Bruins. I think we all would agree that he sh- shouldn't have been put in a position to finish off his playing days with different teams. But he wanted to keep playing, and the Bruins didn't feel as though he was still part of their plans. I can see kind of both ways. I could see easily where he had continued playing with the Bruins, and a lot of fans would have been, why is he out there? He's not the same player. He's lost a step. Yada, yada. On the other hand, He should have been given every opportunity to play for the Boston Bruins. You want to give Jeremy Lozon playing time, Jakobs Borrell playing time. I mean, there should always have been room for Zdeno Chara on the Boston Bruins roster. I remember that day back in uh, 2006. I was sitting at my in-laws house watching the first day of free agency as anybody was and was blown away by... The fact that Zdeno Chara and Mark Savard had chosen the Boston Bruins as their next landing spots. Again, it wasn't pretty for the Bruins early on in his tenure with the team. But slowly, surely, they got better. They incorporated some younger pieces into the lineup. Your Patrice Bergerons, your David Krejci's, who are still around You know, they didn't even qualify for the playoffs his first season. But then in year two, um, they finished third in the Northeast Division. Lost to the Canadians in the quarterfinals, first round. Uh, Year three was the year they finished first in the Northeast, swept the Canadians, lost to the Carolina Hurricanes in Game 7. The next year, of course, was the Philadelphia Flyers uh, reverse sweep. And then 2011, Bruins Stanley Cup champions. He should have won a couple at least 2015. 2019 certainly hurts a lot as a Bruins fan. It hurts to look back and think of what could have been, what should have been. But, alas, he is retiring with uh, one cup to his name and a whole lot of love in the hearts of Bruins fans for um, for Zdeno Chara. 
Lauren Campbell Willand of Nesson just posted some memorable moments. I've mentioned a couple. Of course, lifting the Stanley Cup in 2011 was huge. The Game 5 comeback against the St. Louis Blues. He had broken his jaw in Game 4. And the fact that he was able to come back and play in Game 5 was massive, unfortunately. They didn't win that game. They didn't win Game 7 on home ice. But uh, that moment was amazing. Chara was <clears throat> excuse me, on the ice for every third-period goal and Bergeron's game winner in the 2013 Game 7 win against the Toronto Maple Leafs. He scored a hat-trick against the Carolina Hurricanes in 2011. Of course, won the Norris Trophy in 2009. His 15th, 1500th NHL game, February 8th, 2020, was very special as well. And the next memorable moment will be his number 33 jersey retirement, which could be announced uh, today as part of uh, the... Zdeno Chara retirement press conference. Again, he's going to meet uh, with the media around noon this morning, sign a one-year deal, and announce his retirement. A massive congratulations to Zdeno Chara for just an unbelievable career. 45 years old, going out as one of the greatest Bruins ever and I just want to share a personal reflection that I wrote uh, when he left in 2020. I was gutted when the Bruins traded Joe Thornton in 2005 after the Cam Neely Ray Bork eras had come to an end. He was the future, my next pillar of Bruins fandom. That all came crashing down. But less than a year later, the Bruins took advantage of a poor decision by the Ottawa Senators and convinced Big Z to be their next big thing. For the past 14 years, at the time of this writing, he had typified what it meant to be a Bruin on and off the ice. He was big and mean and excellent at both ends of the ice, and he was also kind and welcoming and created a no uh, BS culture in the locker room. He won a Norris, a cup, recorded the fastest shot in NHL history, served as his country's flag bearer at the 2014 Olympics, signed extension after extension, played in the cup final with a broken GD jaw, and came painfully close to finishing his career the right way. But as we all know, storybook endings aren't the norm, and here we are with a bunch of question marks on the blue line for the Bruins, and Zdeno Chara in Washington. As long as he wanted to play for the Bruins, you should have let him stick around. Chara should have finished his career in black and gold. And that's it. Um, that's all I have to say about that. There's a couple other retirements that were announced. going to touch on that here in segment three. But I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button.
So Daniel Chara, not the only defenseman to announce his retirement here on Tuesday. Keith Yandel, a guy who a lot of people thought would be a Boston Bruin at some point during his career. He has announced his retirement, as has, a bit more surprisingly, P.K. Subban. I had thought that he still had a bit left in the tank and that he was just kind of waiting for the best possible deal or maybe a good opportunity. He wrote, he remembers dreams of playing in the NHL and winning a Stanley Cup. Similar to guys on the Don Cherry Rock'em Sock'em tapes at the end of every volume with the black eyes, broken bones, and tears of joy. But he has decided to hang them up as well. I had been talking quite a bit about um, maybe Boston giving P.K. Subban a PTO at the very least. The Bruins woefully thin on the right side. But alas, P.K. Subban deciding to hang up the skates. The next player that I'm not looking forward to this kind of announcement is Joe Thornton. And, of course, I'll give him all due love here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast if and when. Well, I mean, it's going to happen at some point. But, again, when it does. Some important headlines around the NHL just to touch on. The Philadelphia Flyers not expected to be very good, and Sean Couturier could be out for quite some time. After suffering a herniated disc, he will be shelved for a little bit, and uh, you know they will be in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes for sure. New York Rangers traded defenseman Nils Lundqvist to the Dallas Stars for a conditional first-round pick in the 2023 draft. So, fairly sizable deal. And the Flames signed forward Anaheim, former Anaheim Ducks winger Sonny Milano to a PTO. Um, a guy that, uh, yeah, has some upside there. Bruins... Not a team that could have fit him in, but would have been cool to see him getting a shot. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. A major congratulations again to Zdeno Chara. Nothing but love in my heart for Big Z. And I'll be watching the press conference at noon uh, with a tear in the eye, to be honest, because um, his career has come to an end. Perhaps some sort of role with the Boston Bruins is in his future. That would be that would be fantastic. On tomorrow's podcast, gonna tee up some things you need to know about training camp beginning this week, including whether or not David Krejci still has it, David Posternock's contract situation, and some other guys that you're gonna want to watch. So be sure to tune in tomorrow to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Now check out the Locked On NHL podcast where our local hosts bring you all the latest from around the NHL. Take care of friends and take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.